Pardon the interruption, but I'm Michael Bontoni. Nuggets coach Michael Malone got a tattoo of team mascot Maxi the Miner. Would you get a tattoo? Tony Kornheiser. Not another one. Four serpents are enough, don't you think? I got no room for another one. Well, how you know, old is Michael Malone? They're going to get a tattoo. Malone? What are you doing? Michael Malone is, 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 is north of 50. What are He's you north doing, of 50. A tattoo of Maxie the Miner? I yeah. mean, you know, he's gonna wake up in about a month and a half and look in the mirror and go, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know. Well, Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. You and me. You, you and me, we're smart. In today's That's episode, right. the Rangers are furious. Victor Wembanyama enters the spotlight and Jay Billis joins us for five good minutes on the NBA draft. But we begin today with a trade brewing in the NBA. The Athletic reports that the Washington Wizards are in talks to send Kristaps Porzingis to the Celtics. The Celtics, in turn, would send Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers, and the Clippers would send Marcus Morris to Washington. The Wizards would also get draft compensation, whatever that is. Wilbon, who gets the best end of this deal? Nobody. I, 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 don't, I don't really understand it, necessarily, the moving pieces. Look, I, I like Malcolm Brogdon. We've established that over the years, and I think the Clippers need Malcolm Brogdon. It means Chris Paul wouldn't be going there, but the Clippers sort of need what Malcolm Brogdon does. And I thought Malcolm Brogdon was pretty good for the Celtics, and I don't blame him for their turnover parade at the end of games. I blame Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because they had the ball, and Marcus Smart and Brogdon would have been better off with it in a lot of cases and making those decisions to me. And Porzingis, who I like on certain teams... Ah, uh, the Celtics get bigger, but what does that mean for Rob Williams? And are they giving up on him? And what's the next move? Where does the shoe fall next? Tony, I don't get this. It's cool. It's cool to talk about. Maybe somebody will benefit from it in a way that I'm not smart enough to see. But right now, I'm right. just scratching my head. Yeah, I think Porzingis can get 25 points in this league every single night. I think he makes the Celtics better. I think he brings them closer to a championship, I really you do. do. Wow. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think poor, he's been around a lot of teams, so there's a sense of devaluing him because what's yeah. he ever won? But I think right. on a good team like that, he can be something very important. I think I'm interested, obviously, in my local team, the Wizards. The Wizards just gave away Bradley Beal about 48 hours ago. They have now given away Porzingis. They get nothing back. Kuzma's going to leave as a free agent. They're headed to yes, the bottom, Mike. They are a 25-win yep. team at best. And the new GM, Michael Worse. Winger, has, has worked with Ted Leonsis and convinced Ted Leonsis, stop treading water. You're killing this yeah. team. Go down yeah. to the bottom, right? Yeah. They got Tony, they got rid of $90 million. You, I mean, you, Good. $90 million Good. is what they're saving or almost with those two guys, with Beal and Porzingis. Man, you got a high opinion of Porzingis. They only you, won 33 with them, so now they can this win is, 22 this deal's without them. fun. People are going to have a big range of opinions on these. Let's move to tomorrow's NBA draft and the obvious first selection, Victor Wembanyama. Yesterday, Wembanyama rode the subway in New York and threw out the first pitch at the Yankee game, and the ball Bad looked pitch. like a marble in his hand. Wide left. We have seen yeah. a lot of highly anticipated big men enter the NBA as the number one pick in the last 50 years or so. Lou Alcindor, Akeem Olajuwon, Ralph Sampson, Patrick Ewing, Yao Ming, just to name a few. Wilbon, how would you describe the anticipation around Wembenyama? The greatest anticipation I have ever seen in my life over a player entering the draft, and that includes LeBron James by a lot. 
It's like LeBron James and Yao Ming. Because Yao Ming, there was international interest. Patrick Ewing, my man. Nobody knew outside the, the, you know, the I-95 corridor where he grew up in Boston, in suburban Boston, and where he you know, played in Washington. Hey, that, that, that's great. New York, he landed in. This, this ain't that. Victor Wimbanyama, Tony, the, the expectations and the hype and the anticipation, there's never seen anything like it. And if you just listen to LeBron James, who looked at him, and I asked LeBron, what do you think of him? And LeBron said, you know how they're uh, unicorns? This is beyond that. He's an alien. And Kevin Durant said, the league is in trouble when this kid arrives. Come on. These are yeah, two guys yeah. who understand greatness and know what it is. And for them to assess it that way says a lot to me, says everything to me. There's more pressure on a big man being chosen overall number one than there is on a small man being chosen overall number one. We'll go back to Alcindor, who became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Fabulously successful. Six rings. That's two more even than Will Chamberlain. Four more than yes. Will Chamberlain, who had two. He had the scoring record of all time until LeBron broke it. Shaq had four rings. Elijah Wan had four rings. Walton had four rings. Not everybody does. Ewing had no rings. Yao right. Ming had no rings. Ralph Sampson, who was a dominant player in college, was not a dominant player in the pros. No, and his body type all. is more alike with Wembanyama's than anybody else. In recent years, you have international players playing this position. Jokic, Embiid, and Antetokounmpo. I think that if Wembanyama is under more pressure, the expectation is he will win multiple titles because he was number one. Yeah. None of those guys yeah. was the overall number one. None of them. Right. And I think you right. make your mark on defense, Mike. I, I expect scoring from him, but I think it's going to be rebounding and block shots and defense in the middle of, 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 of the action to separate yeah. him from others. And I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know. I think the jury's still out because he's a kid. He's a kid. Well, the jury's going to be out. And Tony, San Antonio didn't have a team. And by the way, right. that part is important. I don't know that you mentioned Tim Duncan, but Tony, going no, because I don't San think Antonio of him as a seems center. To be, okay, but it seems to be the light, the yeah. right laboratory. You know, he's going to a yeah. place where, yep. you know, he's going to get all the benefit of, of knowledge and wisdom and tough coaching. Let's move to baseball and a controversial call that decided last night's game between the Rangers and White Sox. With the game tied in the eighth, Rangers left fielder Travis Jankowski appeared to throw out Elvis Andrews at the plate. But upon review, the replay center ruled Rangers catcher Jonah Heim had blocked the plate illegally. The out was overturned. The run scored. The White Sox won. It was all preposterous. Rangers manager Bruce Bochy got tossed arguing. Tony, does Bochy have a legit bit? Legit okay. beef? Easy Here's what Bochy say. said after the game. He said, that's one of the worst calls I've ever seen. He's 68 yep. years old. He's managed for almost 30 years. He's seen thousands and thousands and thousands of calls. And he said this is one of the worst he's ever seen. I wonder yeah. how many thousands of dollars that will cost him in being fined. Look, <laughs> I didn't see the plate being blocked. I watched a replay 15 times. You can see the white of the plate. The runner is not impeded. He has a clear path to the plate, if, and he's out on the field. If you're going to overturn that call, it has to be absolutely definitive, Mike, and I don't see it being definitive at all. I think it's a terrible call. Here's what was definitive. The plate was open to the runner. Anything yeah. else is not just stupid, it's dishonest. It cheats the game. It cheats the other team. It's wrong. 
And if baseball people can't stand up and say, no, this is wrong, Bochy's right. Tony, this is in the running for worst call I've ever seen. I didn't have the sound up. I started watching it because I'm watching MLB Network and they're replaying it 50 times. And I got to turn the sound up to go, what the hell happened here? It's dumb. Yeah. Change the rule. You don't call the letter of the rule there when the spirit shows you the plate is accessible to the runner. Anything else is asinine and should be tossed out. Baseball should really revisit that play and start the yes. game over with the score tied yes. with one inning to go. They should. Goodness. Let's take a break. Coming up, we will ask Jay Billis to give us the scoop on Scoot Henderson. We'll also ask him whether Alabama star Brandon Miller could be the second player chosen. You can see the plate the whole way. The runner time. He's yes. yeah, it's I just don't I don't it's get insane. it. It's insane. I don't get it's it. It's insane. Yeah. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino. So order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right. It's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. The NBA draft is tomorrow night, and analyzing the picks for ESPN will be the dapper bald man who joins us now, our great friend Jay Billis. Let me get to the first question here. People wonder, Jay, how Victor Wembanyama's frame is going to hold up on the NBA level. Should there be some concern about that? 
You know, Tony, the only concern I have about Victor Wembanyama is I don't have any concerns, and that concerns me. Uh, I keep looking for something that's wrong with this guy, and there's nothing wrong with him. He's not even lactose intolerant or anything. There, there's nothing. Uh, he's the best prospect uh, since LeBron, and and there's never been anybody quite like him on a basketball floor. It's 7-4 with all the things he, that, that he can do. And he's perhaps more impactful uh, on the defensive end than he is on the offensive end. He's incredibly impactful there. Uh, his frame, there, it is in the back of your mind, durability and, and, you know, is he too thin or something like that. But he's never had any injury problems. We, we had the same concerns about Kevin Durant when he came out of Texas in 2017, or 20, uh, 2007. Remember when, you know, he couldn't bench press 185 pounds at the combine even one time. We were all like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? They don't have bench press contests. He's, he's been an all-time great. And absent uh, an injury, and that's the only thing that can derail this Wembenyama train to the Hall of Fame, uh, I just don't, I don't have any concerns about him. He's, he's that good. Amen. And, and we could talk about Wembenyama for the whole segment, but we're going to move to some other stuff like, oh, wait, the second best guy maybe – Scoot Henderson. Jay, do you think Scoot Henderson, is he the second guy on your board if there is such a thing? And just when you look at him, what do you see? It, it was a two-horse race for the second pick for me with Brandon Miller of Alabama and Scoot Henderson of the G League. And Henderson reminds me of Russell Westbrook at the same age. I'm not saying he's going to be Russell Westbrook. I'm saying at the same age, their profiles compare very favorably. Henderson played two years in the G League, and his numbers, his offensive rating, his assist totals, rebound totals were better than Jalen Green's when he played uh, in the G League, and Green was the number two overall pick in the draft a couple years ago. He's really dynamic. Uh, he's only 6'2", 6'3", but his arms are like of a 6'9 guy, and he can get to the rim and finish. Uh, he's a great playmaker for himself and for others, really good vision as a passer, uh, he hadn't figured out the shooting piece yet. He's not a consistent shooter uh, from three or from the, the free throw line. Miller is the better shooter, and I, I tend to think that Miller's going to go number two to Charlotte because of that factor in a league that, that values shooting as much as the NBA does. Miller's bigger, uh, he's super athletic, and he's a, he's a much better perimeter shooter. Jay, I want to go back. I, I can't get off Wimbanyama, so I want to go back to something related to Wimbanyama for a second. And I think there are three French prospects that people have going perhaps in the first round. And I'm looking at Wimbanyama, and I'm looking at the last five MVPs, and I'm looking at four of the five selections for first-team All-NBA. And you've been at this a long time. When you look at the world of basketball, and you've got Wimbanyama on top of it, what is going on with American kids in basketball relative to the world and Wimbanyama and some of the kids that are now dominating world basketball. You know, I don't think anything negative is going on with American basketball. It's just that after, as you guys know, after the 1992 Dream Team, basketball exploded globally. And the idea that we're going to have all the best players, it's like looking at baseball and saying, whoa, 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 where did this Shohei Otani guy come from? Like they don't play baseball in Japan. You know, it's been our game for a long time. It's not our game anymore. It's the world's game. And so I don't think we should be surprised that international players are, are so successful. 
the United States still has more of the best players than anywhere else in the world. We don't have all of them, and we haven't had all of them for quite some time now. So that that shouldn't be a, a shock to us. It is as well – the international game is as well coached as in the United States. I'm not going to say it's better, but international coaches are very innovative, and I think by and large their players are trained uh, to play the total game, uh, maybe even a bit more than ours. I still think there is an element to the, the, the game in the States of – Big guys down here work on big guy stuff. Guards down here work on perimeter stuff. And that's not the way it is in the international game. They work on everything and develop the total game. And Victor Wembanyama is uh, is an example. And I would say this. Ralph Sampson, if he were born 19 years ago, would be more like Victor Wembanyama. But he was born yeah. uh, in the era of, hey, big guys go down there and work with your back to the basket. If he went on the out on the perimeter, people thought, what are you doing? You're 7'4", get inside. That wouldn't be – he wouldn't be the same player if he were playing now. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this. You've talked about the first three picks in the draft. Is there anybody a little bit lower down the board that you particularly like? There are a couple. There, there are actually quite a few, but there are a couple I would point out. Uh, Cam Whitmore from Villanova has an NBA body right now. He attacks the rim like he's got something against it. Uh, and, you know, he was interrupted a little bit by injury this last year, so didn't get a complete body of work at Villanova. But he, he is, uh, you know, if he were ever to struggle in a workout, all he has to do is go over to the, the bench and take his shirt off in front of the scouts, and he'll be drafted in the lottery. <laughs> uh, the other is Taylor Hendricks uh, at UCF, who is a prototypical stretch four, can really shoot it from the perimeter, uh, block shots, rebounds at a high rate, plays with a great motor. Those two guys will be gone by pick 10, and both of them are going to play in the NBA for a long time. Thank you so much, Jay. Thank, Thank you, Jay. As always. Appreciate it. Look forward to tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You can watch the draft tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Deion Sanders shares whether he could see himself coaching in the NFL one day. And his Nuggets guard, Bruce Brown, making the right move to test free agency. So everybody seems, everybody we ever bring on seems to agree that Wembenyama should be that good. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Part of the Interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 76th birthday, Wade Phillips. The son of the legendary Bum Phillips is still coaching football. He's a lifer. Wade Phillips got his first NFL coaching job in 1976, coaching linebackers in Houston. He got his first defensive coordinator job in 1981 in New Orleans. Phillips was head coach of Denver, Buffalo, and Dallas, compiling an 82-64 and record. His last NFL head coaching job was in 2013 as the interim in Houston. Now Phillips is coaching the Houston Roughnecks in the XFL. His team had the best regular season record in the South Division, 7-3, but lost the division championship to the eventual XFL champions, the Arlington Renegades. Tony, how about this? He's tied with his dad for career victories with 82, but Wade has the better winning percentage because Bum was 82 and 77. I know both of us think of Bum Phillips as a bigger character, and we think of him as a better yes. head coach. But the record yes. doesn't say that. Yes, we do, though. We do. We certainly do. Happy anniversary, James Worthy. On this day, 35 years ago, Worthy chose the perfect time to post the first triple-double of his career, tallying 36 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists to lead the Lakers over the Pistons in Game 7 of the NBA Finals. That made the Lakers the first repeat champions since the Celtics in 1968 and 69. The crazy thing about going nearly two decades without a repeat champion is how many there were immediately after that. The Pistons repeated. The Bulls won three in a row. Then the Rockets repeated. Then another three-peat by the Bulls and a three-peat by the Lakers. From 1987 to 2002, the only one-year champion was San Antonio in 1999. Let me go back to Big Game James. That's how you get the nickname Big Game. Because in a game seven, you go out like that, James Worthy, one of the great guys in basketball forever and ever, a terrific analyst. If you watch the Lakers, you can see big game James now nightly. Happy trails to the Rockies once again. The Reds beat them for a third straight time this afternoon. It's Cincy's 11th straight win overall. The Rockies actually jumped out to a 3-0 lead before the Reds tied it in the bottom of the fifth then scored what proved to be the winning runs in the bottom of the eighth on a two-run homer from Jake Fraley. The Reds now have their longest winning streak since 1957. And if you think that's impressive, two more wins will earn them their longest winning streak since, hello, 1899. Wow. And, Tony, in that time, that means the big red machine with the Hall of Fame with Joe Morgan didn't and Johnny it. Bench and Sparky, and they didn't, they didn't win 11 no. in a row? Really? 11 that surprises a lot. Me. That, That's a big winning streak in baseball. I am really surprised that the Big Red me Machine too. did not have yeah, that. Didn't I do am. it. One correction. This is important. I said Akeem Olajuwon and Bill Walton had four rings each. Not it's exactly. two in the pros. Though if you add yeah. college, Walton had four. I apologize. I got so carried <laughs> away because I was talking about big men. And I knew Shaq had four. And I'm trying to make the point that the pressure on Wembanyama is such that if he it doesn't is. get three or four or a five, couple. people are going to say, oh, at least a couple. you know, right? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, he's got to get yep. at least that. Let's go to the big finish. The Let's Giants go. have won nine in a row. Do you see number 10 tonight over the Padres? 
I don't know. They got you, Darvish, going. I know he's only 5-5. Five and five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Darvish and Padres to stop the streak. The NCAA suspended Memphis coach Penny Hardaway for the first three games of next season. Your thoughts? Uh, was there recruiting violations or not taking responsibilities, coaching responsibilities? I don't think this could happen anymore, honestly, with the new NIL and everything else. Nuggets guard Bruce Brown opted out of his $6.8 million final year and will hit free agency. Do you think that's smart? I love Bruce Brown. Am I just allowed to say Bruce Brown, fanatic golfer, okay, when he's not playing basketball? It's a lot of golf courses right here in Scottsdale, Bruce. I'm not recruiting. I'm just saying. Sounds like you are. Deion Sanders like tells SI tampering. he doesn't have any desire or ambition to coach in the NFL. You believe your boy Deion? I believe him right now. That may change in time. But you're coaching Colorado. Coach Colorado, good for Deion, saying let's shut the door on that right now. Last one, Shohei pitches against the Dodgers tonight. What do you expect? Uh, Tony, a lot of traffic, and I'm going with Shohei. Shohei's just on a roll doing everything at the Angels, going with Shohei. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. Not tomorrow. The draft, you know? Friday. Friday. Now, here's SportsCenter.